Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Don't change the Don't change Great to have your company. Peter Vlahos with you, supported beautifully by Asher, my panel operator, and Peter. Paul Heath producing uh, the program today. As we now look at the grand final in the WAFL from yesterday, we... I thought I'd try Bill Monaghan, but as you can uh, understand, he's celebrating as he should be after what was a fantastic uh, performance by Eastern Mountain yesterday defeat Peel Thunder in the Waffle Grand Final. So we've got the uh, president, Mark Stewart, who joins us on the program at 18 past five. Mark, thanks for your time. Great to be with you. What a great day for uh, the blue and white people. Oh, it was huge yesterday. It was a very impressive performance. We'll talk about that in just a moment. What's it like the day after? Oh yeah, there's a lot of celebration. Uh, I think I think when you have had a long period of time without um, success, the whole thing of just sitting back, uh, take a breath, and just reflect on on where we've been. But now, you know where we are. It's amazing. Everyone knows that East Fremantle broke a 25-year flag drought when they beat Peel in very impressive fashion by 39 points here at Optus Stadium yesterday. And you've been president almost a decade, but you've been on the board for a number of years. This is the first premiership you've tasted. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, we, there was a group of us, uh, David Miller, Contrippy, John McManus, yeah, we got together some sort of 17, 18 years ago, or nearly 20 years ago, and we just said, hey, how, how do we change You know where we've been? And it's just been this journey, and it was just great to acknowledge them at, at the lunch yesterday that those previous presidents has really set up where we are today. And you know, the whole the, you know, issue for, for us as a club is you, you just want to make it better for the next generation. So how difficult was it at times, Mark, when you're on the board and, of course, in the first few years of your presidency down there at East Fremantle? Oh, you, you certainly have. I think when, when, well, you know I is when you don't have success, people, people have a lot of uh, opinions and views. And you know, at times it can be like herding cats, but you've just got to stick with your convictions of your processes uh, and what you believe you need to do and how you need to do it. One of the biggest uh, coups is no doubt prizing Bill Monaghan away from West Perth. I think he's now been coach for five years. And I know he was steadfast in the journey that he needed to take East from Handel. Uh, that was a big coup. How did you secure Bill all those years ago? Yeah, there, yeah, there was, it was really just an opportunity that, that his time had come to an end at, at West Perth. And, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, the conversation took place and, and here we are. Yeah, I, I, the thing I really admire about Bill is, is the way he manages his people, you know, his players. Um, there's this really uncanny way of, of, of getting close, but also challenging, you know, to get the culture and the behaviours right. And it's just really a testament, you know, of where we are today. It's been his contribution. When you look at where he's been, you know, West Perth, Peel, East Fremantle, he was a player at Subiaco. I was speaking to Carl Langdon the other day. He was telling me at one stage he shared a a house when he was playing for Subiaco with Carl and about four other blokes. It was the halfway house. So he's been involved in football a long, long time, hasn't he? 
Well, when you think about it, maybe that's what we needed. Maybe we needed someone who'd been involved with so many clubs who knew so much about everyone else. That you know, I think what sometimes can happen with traditional clubs is you get caught thinking a certain way, and sometimes you need a disruptor to come in. And in some respects, you know, Bill's challenged the you know the staff, the board, the players, and you know, I think that's been good that we've been able to commit to that and explore how can we get better and, and challenge ourselves. It was a dominant performance yesterday, but when you were driving to the ground and you probably poked your head in and wished the players and the coaching staff all the best. What was the feeling from the president, Mark Stewart? Oh, well, I, I finished the lunch uh, yesterday. I got up and did the address, and I uh, I finished it off by saying, blue and white, old east, sharks, let's shake, let's shake that thunder from the sky. Yeah, it's a, it's a part of our theme song as a club is to shake the thunder from the sky, and I uh, we certainly did that yesterday. And in the end, when you kicked the first three goals of that grand final, did you feel deep down inside this might be our day? Oh, I wouldn't have. I thought, here we go, we're on. Yeah, we're on here. And uh, the, the challenge, and my wife said it to me in the car on the way home, this goes all too, this goes all too quickly. It, uh, um, you know, you, you wish the whole thing could last a week. <laughs> Milan Murdoch uh, was instrumental in that third term. He finished with 27 disposals. And he took out the, the Simpson medal. Uh, I tell you what, when you wanted your big-name players to rise to the occasion, they certainly did, didn't they? Oh, he was amazing. Just, just his tenacity. He never gives up. I saw his father afterwards. I was just so proud. There's a social media feed kicking around. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, he, his grandfather you know, his, his grandfather's followed him, and he, he asked his grandfather to look after the Simpson medal for him last night. Amazing. And then you had some experience, you know, former Brisbane and West Coast midfielder Tom Joyce also came to the party, 30-plus touches. Uh, it was just an all-round great performance by everybody. Everybody contributed in some way. Oh, you, you, yeah, you add them, and then you got two guys from Tasmania. So, mm. uh, it's it's uh, again, it, when you look at it, it's like we've sort of gone out and worked out what we need to do, and we've brought it all together. And, again, a big testament to Bill, you know, his ability to bring – yeah, you know, I mentioned a few minutes ago he's a disruptor, but he challenges the way you think and it challenges modern ways of thinking. But then he has this ability to bring all these different people as players from all these different areas, bring them together and, and do what we've done. And you did it without a couple of important forwards, Dylan O'Reilly, and of course John O'Marsh wasn't there. His brother was. Oh, a couple of big blows, weren't they, before the game? Yeah, you, you feel for them, but I think the upside to that is, is, is this thing about next year. Yeah. So let's look at next year. How much does it help for you and the board and everybody that's working full-time at the club when you've got a premiership in the WAFL uh, and we know some clubs are finding it difficult from a financial point of view, no doubt this helps. It does, but I think it's what's really important is we don't get in front of ourselves. I think you've got to... How we got here was by getting the little things right and we've got to continue that way. Whenever you get in front of yourselves, it, it goes pear-shaped. And what's really important for us is that yeah, day by day, dollar by dollar, we've got to get those little things right. And we get those little things right and many things possible. So what is the plan now going forward during the pre-season? No doubt you're going to savour this moment as long as you can. When is it back to business? Oh, they, again, uh, I'll leave that to the footy department. You know, th- those guys have had a break. They've been going pretty flat out. You know, what I'm really excited about is unveiling in our 125th year, our flag at a new facility. That's the thing that I'm thinking about. And the way to, to thank the members and the sponsors and the supporters for this long period is, is to be able to celebrate that at a new facility next year. And what do you think about the turnout and the occasion at Optus Stadium? Because it was a point of conjecture during the course of the year on the back end of the success at Leederville Oval, the community ground the year before. How did you think the whole package went? 
Oh, I thought it was great. Um, you know, it was 27,000. You know, last year at Leaderville, it was 17,000. So, you know, if you've, if you've got 25 to 3,000 people who want to watch waffle football, we need to provide for it. I suppose the challenge is, is, is you know, you know are, we, are we now starting to become a state that, you know, could maybe have a, a facility that's in between, say, a normal traditional waffle ground and, and, and off the sofa? Maybe, maybe not. It's just, it would be great for, you know, for us to really start to budge that and get to 40,000, but, you know, time will tell. Yeah, good on you. I'll let you go, mate. I know there's still plenty of celebrating to come. Uh, you've, I've prized you away from the boys for a couple of minutes. Mark, thanks for your time. Congratulations. Richly deserved. Cheer, 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 cheer. The blue and the white. <laughs> oh, he's a happy man. Why wouldn't you be happy? Why wouldn't you be happy? Quarter of a century, and they've won their 30th Premiership, of course, the most successful waffle club in the land, certainly in Western Australia. Well done. Uh, the Port Adelaide of Western Australia are the Ishmael Footy Club, and uh, we wish them all the best. All right, just repeating that the Perth Wildcats, uh, you can join the Red Army this NBL season, and you can get your Wildcat, Wildcats tickets from Ticketek. They get underway on Friday night at ROC Arena against the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Uh, SEN's AFL Grand Final Day partner is Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil, and OMF Big Big Spring Sale is on now. Tune in on Saturday from 11 a.m. right here on SEN. All right, uh, for Polaris's plate clearance deals are on now. Save $2,000 on the Ranger 1000 EPS. Plus, get $1,000 free accessories. Uh, let's have a look at some of the uh, sporting news. And firstly, Michael Voss, as we know, spoke to Jared Waitley this morning. And they had a bit of a chat on the back end of Carlton just falling short at the preliminary final stage against Brisbane up at the Gabba. Brisbane, of course, 13 wins, no losses. That's their current record at the Gabba, but they fly south later this week uh, to the MCG to take Collingwood in the AFL Grand Final. Here's just a couple of minutes of uh, what Vossi had to say to Jared Waitley about uh, the season that was for the Blues. With all the messages I've received, they've been obviously really positive about the season, how it unfolded, but it's very hard to separate yourself from, from the game itself and obviously the opportunity was in front of us, which we weren't uh, obviously able to get it done. The Carlton fans offer a standing ovation in sort of a gesture of gratitude, I think, for the journey that you all took them on. Just in that moment, what's going through your mind? As a coach, you're looking at, um, I guess, with the players and how they're feeling right now and really. What do you feel that they need? And I guess the most important, most pressing thing going through in my, my mind was really just how do I support them? Um, you know, the fact that there was a... I mean, it was, it was crazy, the environment. Up at the Gabba, to be able to have so many supporters was just... Um, you know, it was really exciting to see. And, um, you know, to be able to see the joy and smiles on, on people's faces through this back half of the year has been probably one of the most rewarding experiences for all of us. Um, towards the back end of the year and um, and the fact that they turned out in the numbers that they did and, and they were able to come up and travel and follow us as a team and they kept supporting us through a really tough lean time uh, you know, it means a lot to us um, So, but yeah, for the players it was just you know, how, do, how do we support them and how do we stick together Oh look, we're, we're proud of what our, our year's been um, I, I don't think there's been another team that was asked as many questions um, of them than us this year, and you know, I guess again, what I'm most proud of it, it's you know through the struggle and you know the frustration and 
you know, the anger that was there for periods of the season. It was overcome by connection. And uh, that's that's what we're really proud of. We're proud of that we're a United Football Club um, and that uh, we're able to finish the season out really strongly. And that was, um, you know, it could have certainly gone two different ways, but um, we stuck together. We worked the problem all together and we come out the other side and um, there's a real sense of anticipation about what we can do next. It was absolutely electrifying through those first 20 minutes. <laughs> what did you think as it was your five oh, goals to nil away from home? Yeah, breathtaking. Um, and as, as we know, everyone talks about it. It's uh, it's well known that you have to start well, especially with final, um, you know, away venue. I mean, that, that task in itself is hard enough, but it's even harder if you start with a negative base. Um, and uh, we, we couldn't have... Couldn't have, couldn't have got it more right in uh, at the start of the game. And then looking around the crowd, I remember looking over at Andrew Russell, our performance manager at one stage, and I said, "Wow, mate, we, this is no this is no way away venue. Um, <laughs> you know, we've we've got the masses here. It was just uh, it was incredibly loud and exciting. And um, yeah, you do look back on the game itself and and sort of think, you know, if we could have dug in a little more through the second quarter like we did through the third when things weren't quite going well for us. Um, you know, maybe maybe that's a little different. You go in the scoreboard at halftime and you're in front. Um, you know, the momentum was certainly with Brisbane and then obviously the, the couple of goals after after the break was, um, was, was made it a little bit harder. But no, Brisbane, I mean, to their credit, I mean, that's what teams have to do is that, you know, you get faced and with those sorts of situations and, you know, you have to be resilient, resilient enough to bounce back and that's why prelims are exceptionally hard to, to win. You've got to win them a couple of times. And um, they're my, my most favourite games, um, but they're the hardest ones to win. There you go. A bit of Michael Voss talking to Jared Waitley on SEN in Melbourne this morning after the Blues' fantastic run from the middle of the season uh, ended at the Gabba on Saturday night. But uh, a great season for the Blues and certainly something to build on. But what about Brisbane this weekend? Uh, it's a long weekend in the Eastern States uh, this weekend coming up. And on Saturday, we've got the AFL Grand Final. We know the Brisbane Lions are in it. Then on Sunday evening, it's the NRL Grand Final featuring the Broncos. Siren sounds. A perfect season at the Gabba is the launching pad to the last day at the MCG. 20 years on. The Lions will again face Collingwood in the AFL Grand Final. Brisbane have got it. And Kevin Walters, Broncos are into the Grand Final. Amazing, isn't it? Brisbane will be the epicentre when it comes to the big two football codes this weekend, the AFL and the NRL, with the Brisbane Broncos in front of 52,000 people recording a huge win over the Warriors from New Zealand, and they'll take on the Penrith Panthers, who are playing in their fourth consecutive NRL Grand Final. Should be a beauty uh, on Sunday evening. They're at the Olympic Stadium in Sydney, and the day before, it should be a beauty as well. Collingwood, with their legion of fans, taking on the Brisbane Lions. And as we know, Brisbane haven't performed too well at the MCG, but... Things are starting to turn. Uh, the Lions' recent record over the Magpies is healthy too. They have lost an uh, incredible 13 consecutive home and away games at the MCG, but Brisbane have only played there twice this year, and in their last visit at the venue, Melbourne kicked 
Four late goals, if you remember, to win by one point. It'll be a big Magpie Army. Craig McRae is the coach of the Collingwood Football Club, had a very good playing career with the Brisbane Lions, and this is what Craig McRae had to say about the love for the fans. Our whole story for the last two years is bring the fans along with us. We don't win this game. I'm talking to the fans. We do not win this game without their support. 97,000 people, thank you so much. Magpie Army, they drove us over the line. They dragged us over the line. We love you very much. 97,000 fans. There were a few GWS fans, probably about 350. Uh, 2,000 was there. Yeah, there was 2,000 there. Uh, So there was 95,000 Collingwood fans and 2,000 Giants fans. Uh, The other big story, uh, certainly late on Thursday we announced, and he's now spoken, is Adam Uze, the brand-new coach of the Richmond Football Club. Uh, He's been interviewed, and he says and asked about 2024, and at the moment he won't put a ceiling on what can be achieved at Punt Road next year. I get huge upside on watching what other teams have done. Like GWS have gone from um, the bottom half of the ladder and playing in a prelim tonight. So not to say that that's what we're going to do, but that's what we're going to strive to do. So um, I want our players walking into the footy club thinking that they can make the top four next year. So, uh, But we won't put a ceiling on it. There might be some bumps along the road and as a footy club, we'll be really strong during that period. So can't wait to get started. And we'll talk rugby, rugby next here on Sports Day WA.